1: Listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Law & Order Special Viewing Unit, the show where we view, review, and lovingly ridicule everyone's favorite cop drama. Law & Order Special Victims Unit, every episode in a row from the beginning, going to take us a lifetime, but we inched one step closer by finishing a season today. Well, we haven't finished yet. yet. Well, we've we watched it. We're gonna review it and then be done with it. Uh, I am your host, Matt Reuter, joined as always by my lovely co-host, uh, one of the rich pricks that should be fed feet first into a wood chipper. One, well, Mister Aviv Rubenstein. How are you doing tonight, Aviv? Oh, fine, Matthew. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That the, sounds. The, you sound very fine, Aviv. I've, I.
2: So in in our like catch up, how was your week section? I got a I got a doozy.
1: Uh, oh yeah, do you? But we, I'm very... we, might have to, we might have to truncate that because yeah. uh, this is a very special episode. Today. Very special
2: episode. We have some big announcements on this episode. One that will be saved for the end of the podcast, or also won't really Ooh. make sense. I don't even but, know what this is. Yes, so it'll you do. Be... I keep telling you about this.
1: No, I don't think that's true. It's me.
2: <laughs> it's not you. Yeah, you're just gonna sit here in silence the whole time. So, uh, yeah, this is our last episode of season four of Law and Order: Special v- Victims slash Viewing Unit. Um, and, as we are wont to do periodically, we have a, a very special guest, so welcoming us, uh, no, not welcoming us, joining us today is, <laughs> nah, fuck it. I'm pretty welcoming.
1: Welcoming us <laughs> to our own
2: podcast. Uh, sitting in my own living room, welcoming me to it, is Jeff May. How w- are you?
3: Welcome, everyone. How are you, Jeff? Oh, I'm doing pretty great. So, Jeff, who who are you? Who are you? Uh, well, I'm a comedian and, and podcaster. That's mm. a surprise. Yeah. It's, like, kind of rare. I'm a unicorn. Uh, no, I'm a comic. Uh, I I, uh, I have a couple of podcasts. One which is the Batman version of this, sure, where I just consume everything Batman. I mean, I I'm a I'm a pretty
1: stereotypical L.A. nerdy guy. Like, I cause mean, cause, I I will say, Jeff, I do love Fat Man on Batman, so that's a great podcast. Oh, so, okay. oh wait, is yeah. that oh is that is that not you? I oh, mean, the camera's not facing you, so I just I'm, assumed Jeff Kevin Smith.
3: I, I know one of those guys. <laughs> uh, no, um we watch uh the I have a show called Tom and Jeff Watch Batman uh with my friend Tom Ryman, formerly of Cracked, uh nice. now on Game Unemployed, and uh we just we just finished our, our Nolanverse uh two months of uh right. it's it's brutal. Man, getting through the Nolanverse when you have to take notes is not easy. <laughs> um but I'm stoked to do this. I love uh I love watching S V U uh at like four in the afternoon.
1: That's yeah. That's the ideal time to watch it, really.
3: Yeah, when you were like, let's record it early afternoon. I was like, oh, so when anybody yeah, ever watches the, SVU?
2: The right time. Yeah. And, and uh, also, uh, full disclosure, listeners and Matt, I'm only
1: doing this so that I might get invited on Jeff's podcast
2: one day. <laughs> so oh, 100%. I just <laughs> any
1: any time that we've ever had a guest or been on someone else's podcast, it's basically just to like backdoor, either get them onto our podcast yeah, right. or for us yeah. to be on. Yeah, that's all. Tra- tra-
3: trading spots, yeah. yeah, in the podcast trading world. Tests. So yeah, spots, spots, it's, like, spot.
1: uh, it's like
2: borrowing someone's amp. Um, so, uh, before so I we, think
1: before I think we, we, get we, we, into this we should weeks run
2: episode. We should run through our uh, our normal slate of questions for ah, our guest, Adith. Sure, our normal slate of questions. So, so I said, "Who are you?" Yeah, um, and you. So you talked a little bit about your relationship th- with SVU and that you like watching it at four in the afternoon, but. How versed are you in the SV universe? The SV,
3: um, I'm like medium about it. Like I, I'm a what you would call casual aware viewer. Casually, I am, yes. I am uh, I'm connected enough to the zeitgeist to sure. know enough about it i you have know the a, characters names i know the characters <laughs> names i know the bits about ice tea that john mulaney does yes um, my uh my friend uh has written uh, my friend few, john mulaney no my friend has written <laughs> uh, a few episodes he was a, a writer for them uh um, oh, nice. for a okay. while so i know about it and i'm always just like ah like i remember this
2: yeah like, and, and this 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 podcast started, for for those late listeners, this podcast started kind of because we had this question between, Matt and I had this question between us, which is, have we seen all of the episodes, or have we just seen the same 20 episodes seven times times over, and it turns out we've only seen the same episodes seven times over because um, this is the 91st episode of our show. At least for me. This is the ninety first episode of our show. Congratulations, everyone. It's the big nine one. Yeah. And I that we have only reviewed one episode that I've seen before. Really?
1: Yes. This yeah, but the- I'm the opposite of work, because I owned all like the first ten seasons on DVD and really? have watched them repeat oh yeah. Back back before the streaming services were Can were king. We, Back Can before we, he was married.
3: Here's the thing about yeah. SPU is that it's one of those things that everybody's obsessed with watching. Like everybody, everybody, it's like it's so. It's like the Price is Right when you're sick. Like everybody is aware of like SVU, and yet it's such a jarring and like triggering (laughs) show. Like I understand that usually people are brought to justice and that's very satisfying, but like it's a sex crime show, and everyone's like, you know what show I love just just curl up on the couch and watch some some rape crimes
1: <laughs> and just drift off to sleep yeah like and everybody... then you know it if you're having an off day you can sprinkle in uh, some some child rape or child abuse in there just to uh, just to keep things spicy oh it's it's
3: so it's so crazy to me that this is such a popular and like almost calming show like every it's like people People consume this show like they're consuming a cup of tea.
2: I think it's I think it's because there's less it, it, the the criminals never repeat, but there's always the, our our cops there to keep us safe, right? It's like the I, mostly idealized version of of police.
1: Yeah, they never I have like, like. Go ahead. It's like somewhat cathartic almost because you're just like, uh, yeah, we're gonna watch some some terrible shit and then. Uh, Eighty-five right, percent of the time, the person's is going to get brought to justice. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool.
3: I would have loved to have like a random episode at the end where we just found out that like Belzer was on the take, like so something like. I don't know if that <laughs> happens.
2: It's interesting that you bring that up because I have. We've had a long-running theory since one of the earliest episodes of of our show that uh christopher maloney's character stabler is the most notorious child rapist in new york history and the very last episode of svu they're gonna like burst into an office and there's like a there's like a chair and it's facing the window and he turns the chair and it's maloney and he's like what took you so long and that's yeah he does a fucking he does a
1: david berkowitz like just straight up like
3: (laughs) yeah no i mean like it's always like everybody there's in in this show is so like virtuous and I'm like uh, is there ever an episode where like somebody just gets like hit with a like a sack of doorknobs or something by a cop or yes
2: we... there there are many in fact okay, what good. was the one in fact the, this episode the not being, <laughs> being well, yeah, a
3: perfect
1: example of one
3: yeah there's some there's a little there's a little <laughs> couple of teenagers getting roughed up in
1: this uh, <laughs> they they just hard oh actually it. no Aviv, I got to take this back so I if, calling back to something from a previous episode. Aviv, you gave a a hearty endorsement that I resisted for a really long time. Uh, We're going to –
2: everyone listen to our Splinter podcast, Law & Order, Great British Bake Off. Okay, you 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 know what I –
1: you're joking right now? I might be into that. I could maybe do that. So I resisted – Cassie and I resisted for a really long time, and it wasn't even your endorsement. It was someone else's endorsement that was like, you should watch the Great British Baking Show. I was like, we've tried. We didn't like it. We're going to try it one more time. And now I am so fucking hardcore into that show. It is insane. So I – how could you not have liked it from the very beginning? I don't cuz here's the thing cuz Cassie You're and I are embarrassing me in front of our friend. Cassie and I love Top Chef. And oh, it's it's a different type of thing and I realize what it is. It's because in Top Chef
3: Who's the host of
2: Top Chef?
1: Padma Lashmi. Cl- and okay. uh Tom, Tom Colicchio?
2: Tom Colicchio. Okay. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> they're great. American they're Paul great. Hollywood? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right.
3: There's there's uh there's one of those shows that's hosted by a real monster of a human being.
2: Oh, the, oh the the Hell's uh, Kitchen. Hell's no, Kitchen. no, no,
3: no, no, an actual bad person, not a just for TV bad. person. Oh, who's I used person? to work on cooking shows, and we used to have select, like a lot of guest
2: judges oh, who's come a bad on. Person, I don't know if I want to spill. I, that I, I, out of I can that cut time. it out. I just want to know. Uh, I don't know who that is, and I'm not cutting it out of the he, podcast.
3: He's yeah. such a piece of shit. <laughs> what show is that? Uh, that uh, the show that I worked on, or or the well, show the, that I don't know. Who, you you said a
1: name of a person. It's as a celebrity I, chef
3: named. I, I think he's on like one of those like Kids Chopped or Celebrity Chopped oh, or, something sure. or Chopped. Oh, I, don't I mean, know. Chops, I don't know what it
2: is. It's fine. Whatever. I like
3: uh, the Great British Breakoff and then Cutthroat Kitchen. Cutthroat Kitchen is, in my opinion, the best bit cooking show mm. in the world.
2: There's, uh, by the way, a a theater like a like a hundred seat theater in North Hollywood. Um, that is called Cupcake Theater because it was bought with the winnings of some guy who won Cupcake Wars. I friggin love that. I love that <laughs> no, but here is so the thing.
1: Here is here is what I think it is because in Top Chef's you you see them cook and you get the whole drama and all that shit. Because then you also like you see them cook, but then you also like follow them around whenever they're living together and drama inevitably ensues. The Great British Bake Off. It seems like they all show up for a weekend. They, they bake go back to a, their lives. They they bake in a tent in a weird field cool that's unexplained but let's go with it they go home to their lives and you only see them bake you don't see the other bullshit where it's like they're forced to live in a house with people that they don't like and uh therefore you just cheer for everyone you don't cheer against anyone as opposed to in top chef where you're constantly like fuck that person i hope they get sometimes i'm like fuck that person
3: I, i it's sort of like what the early seasons of like the real world where it was just like things are weird when things are tense and then later on it's like we added a cobra
1: you're like, I don't, <laughs> we added a like, cobra and like two fucking gallons of, gallons of tequila of, yeah right yeah
3: back in the Let's day see used what to be happens. Like, well what happens if a cowboy and a black guy live together
2: and they have to work at the same job
3: but it's funny because they didn't even have jobs then it was just you just get free rent
1: <laughs> like that's all it used to I be. i mean they barely have jobs now like the but, jobs that they give them i don't even know if they qualify as jobs do they still give them jo- i haven't seen the real world
2: and probably is it, is it still a show I think so. I don't know. I assumed.
3: See, like, we all just... We're all old. old. Like, we don't know what shows are anymore.
2: Okay, so the... Oh, my God. It is... It is still on. Do you know how many seasons of The Real World there are?
3: They must be on... 25. 27?
2: So we have 25, we have 27. It is 32... Jesus Christ. They do t- oh, they would like, do, do some a year. to a year. Yeah. And there are 602 episodes of The Real World including the, uh, that 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 is uh, over 100 more than SVU, which is the show that we're currently <laughs> talking about.
1: <laughs> they have to be running out of cities at this point. Oh, they they, they, they revisit all places. the time. Yes. I know, but that's some shit where it's just like so, The Real World Boise. So
2: so the, the 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 one that they are on now is Real World Seattle Bad Blood.
3: See, like that's the oh, thing. God. They have bad blood. Right. Back in the day you used to be like, Real World Three, here's an AIDS guy. Yeah. And like there you go. <laughs> Although Real World Three provided two people that were important to the comics industry, because Judd Winnick, uh, writer of many comics, including Batman at one point, And then uh, Corey worked for Image Comics. Uh, so two comic book people in, in season three. That's good numbers. Huh.
1: Number. This is what happens when we have a professional podcaster.
3: San Francisco. See,
1: fucking, see I really want the, the real world Seattle colon bad blood to be like they just put them all in the house in Seattle and they just play bad blood by Taylor Swift on loop until they go insane. I had a, I like had a, a hostage worse. situation. Yeah, I had you a way say, like, worse. That's also
3: an AIDS guy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Bad blood in
2: that like someone in the house has AIDS and, and is bleeding everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> And they have I mean, to live there's in no there reason why these things can't months. happen
1: at the same time, Aviv. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stop using my
2: razors. <laughs> uh, okay. Sure. All right, that was a great sidetrack. Gl- so uh, I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you are are on the team.
1: Team. Yes. I'm. Uh, I'm GBBO. on that. That was my my big discovery. Uh,
2: so we are we are here to to do we have mailbag review. Yeah. I'm getting to it. Well, I can't be the 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 Jerry Lewis and the Dean Martin. Okay.
3: Hey, is there a a mailbag thing? Yeah, there there is a mailbag. Can we get to it, please?
2: Yeah, thank you. So before we get into the actual, man, before we get into the actual uh, main event of the episode, we have some Twitter. At SVURolivia says, SVU podcast is my new favorite thing. Thanks. And she posted a picture of. That sounds like a competing podcast. At SVU podcast, that's our Twitter handle.
1: Matt. No, I know. I'm saying the person that tweeted at us.
2: Oh no! Sounds like it could be a, a competing SVU podcast. She's just a big fan. Oh her, okay. Her avatar is Olivia and someone else I don't know because we haven't gotten there in the in the <laughs> show yet, season thirty five. Yeah, but she is she is uh, or Jay. I, I think it's actually a guy because uh, he posted a picture that uh, you say of, they. Uh, yeah, they posted a picture of episode 56, which is in the middle of season three. So by the time this drops, they'll probably be done. But it says Jim's Jim's Pods. So I'm guessing that this is someone named Jim. Jim
3: could have stolen some shit.
2: Or someone could have stolen some shit from Jim. Yeah, there's a right.
3: lot of ways this could have gone. A lot
2: of combinations. And, and super fan Lily Axeth says, quote, it's like trying to explain how math tastes. I've never laughed so hard in my life. Which <laughs> me neither. Me neither, Lily. Uh, thank you. That was that was good in the moment. Yeah, good in the moment. Good good work.
1: I've uh, tried that line several other times, just and no one's given me the same reaction that you do to beef, so I think I might yeah, have to retire it's the, it.
2: it. It's the uh, it's the Costanza, right? You say it and then you just leave whatever room. Yeah, you gotta you're go in. on the high note. Oh yeah. Um yeah, so today we are viewing, reviewing, lovingly mocking, Law and Order, SVU, season four episode 25 because they're entitled feel the fucking burn oh my god entitled what the fuck is this episode called soulless Soulless. so it's
3: called try to do a comedy podcast about this (laughs) asshole i
2: fucking dare you uh so challenge accepted here we go uh as always so just a a
1: reminder to our listeners that all of the episodes are available to watch on hulu we do recommend that you watch the episode this one in particular is fucking bananas uh it's gonna make a little more sense whenever we're giving our takes on everything and breaking it down so as usual aviv you are going to hit us with a 60 second recap of what happened in this week's episode of svu so even 60 seconds or less good fucking luck well, why don't you tell us what the fuck happened in this week's episode of SVU? Can't we make Jeff do it? I mean, if you want to, you can. You, this will be a it. first for the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. You want guys can try I to mean, do it together. I don't know. However, could, you want
3: to do it. I could build this up in 60 seconds. So, yeah. No. So,
1: okay. Ready?
2: Okay. Go. Okay, you guys. Uh, this is like the jungle juice of episodes of SVU because we're at the end of the season and they have like this the hat that they use to pick plots out of and they're like oh shit we got extra and so there's this woman who is <laughs> raped Come and on. then she renegs on the rape and then she's dragged out of the hospital by some guy and then she winds up dead and it turns out she's also 15 years old and so she is like a like a, like a debutante in waiting or at least (laughs) your friends are and so like it like uh, of course it's just a bunch of rich assholes and then there's like a whole nother episode where the fucking the fucking valet is a sociopath probably manipulating everybody at all times is like this weird mega mind kind of guy exhibits no remorse and and out is his mom so for all, all i know this is
1: a prequel to the handmaid's tale dick wolf yeah, I was gonna say this. This episode seems like it was a series of escalating dares in the writers' room. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like they had a bunch of plot plans for the whole season, and they had some left over, <laughs> yeah, so they're right. like throw it yeah, all. This in. was this, this
1: was like
2: the the, the, the tra- scrapple of fucking episodes, <laughs> the tarantalanche of episodes. <laughs> um. So for for those listeners and for Jeff, who <laughs> has no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> oh, uh, the fucking tarantulanche is so good. A buddy of mine, when in, when he was in grad school for for screenwriting, um. He and his friends conceived of a movie <laughs> called Tarantulanch, which is an avalanche of tarantulas, of obviously. Yeah. And he would write five pages and then pass it off to the next person, then pass it off to the next person. But there was no real continuity. But like, you wouldn't read the five previous pages, so characters would just die <laughs> randomly. It's pretty. It's pretty terrible. This but it's
3: a pretty wonderful idea, yeah, though. It's a good. It's a good. I, idea. I like the. I like that out of nowhere they primal fear you. Yes. Like it's such a curveball. Right. Ball we're at the end when when it's when they made this twist within the last 7 minutes of the show I just looked over at Aviva, and I was like, what the shit?
1: Like, what is this? <laughs> oh, God.
2: But, yeah, literally,
1: at that at that twist moment, when you see, like, Finn walking back in, he's in a suit, he was like, oh, I just came from court. I'm like, there is ten minutes left in the episode. This is way too much fucking time. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Jeff, by the way, is
2: doodling a Batman on his notes right now because that is... You mean I'm the a, symbol a, or the I'm actual character? I'm a doodler. I'm a doodler. He's a doodler. The, the, you know, the face of... The face of the Cape crusader
3: this is not necessary to talk about it?
2: well
1: it's my first note jeff just doodled the batman before <laughs> yeah. the episode started so yeah. can we talk about like the opening so the an episode opens like liv is like oh sorry it took me so long to get here how long has she been here they're like two hours and we put her in this like weird rave room with in fucking black lights
2: yeah in the tb isolation room who has fucking Wait. black lights
1: and why is there a tb isolation room or room. well someone has here, tb yeah if
3: somebody has tuberculosis they have to be isolated
1: why well, <laughs> do i get that but i'm saying like how many people these days like did you have to have an entire like just put them Some. in a room <laughs> and it's specific it's and if specifically they don't... labeled the tb isolation room. Okay. come on
3: but if they don't have a tb isolation room that's how more people get tb
1: no no no. i understand the the idea that you have why, to did isolate they, why someone... is there a polio vaccine yeah. no one has polio anymore yeah. no they no, no, need no. to I have under... that room I why a surgery the room for an isolation room I get that It's more the fact Why is it specifically labeled A TB uh, isolation so TV room TB is
2: actually way more common Than you think uh, my, my cousin is a doctor And he says that Every single doctor has TB And they call it converting Because they just get like Exposed yeah, to people It's so communicable
3: yeah. You have to keep If somebody has TB You put them in the fucking TB room And if they don't Don't put them in
2: that room Or Or Alternate theory It was the TV room and they just put, printed out a B and stuck it on there, and like put her in there.
1: The that, TV not, isolation room. I'm not, I'm not debating the merits of isolating someone that has TV. Vaccinate your kids, Matt. It's, it seems like an extreme room to have for just that part. Like there's the, other th- shit no, that's doesn't. communicable that you would want to isolate
2: them. That's all the I'm saying. Ex- the extreme part of the room to me is the blacklight.
1: Yeah. yeah, why does that help the TB? Does that does that kill it? What You'd the be fuck like, is kills TB? You heard it yeah. here. First. It's
3: actually the uh, EDM room is what they <laughs> ever <everybody laughs> did.
1: There was some soft house music going on in the back. Like this is hilarious because like she literally like we established she came from a club. Yeah, she we're she just went back to the club there's a like like so they're like well we wanted her to be comfortable so we put right. her back in the in the environment where she was attacked i forgot the
3: tiny subplot of that there are crooked independent uh, ambulance <laughs> the drivers yeah. they just gloss on this for a second 45 seconds you get hey also there are crooked ambulance drivers in new york and then you never hear from them again <laughs>
1: Um, it's a real bone-chilling moment where you're like, should I dial 911 or not? Um, so, yeah. Okay. I got some notes on that, too, when so we get we, to it.
2: Oh, yeah. So she's wearing a nice sweatshirt. She talks about how she hates the sweatshirt. Is that like, a nice sweatshirt? It's like a, it's like, like a gray sweatshirt. prison sweatshirt. Wanted- you know what I'd be
3: more concerned about?
2: Uh, the rape. Well, <laughs> she, but she says that there
1: is no rape. She says, like, "You know what? If she if she literally wrote oh, now I have a machine gun, ho ho ho, on the front of it. I'd be like oh, that. So that makes it. sense because it fucking looks like the same goddamn sweatshirt from Die Hard.
2: So so she so she's like trying to get out of there. Liv is is like talking to some desk nurse about desk nurse shit, and the admitting <laughs> nurse comes comes out and is like, uh, something happened. So you should get. You should come, maybe.' And they like trot over." And, and the the uh, a third nurse is on the ground with like a bloody yeah, like an, nose. an admitting nurse is, yeah. is
1: just she got no she was the billing nurse oh the she was, oh, right, to, she was trying to charge her for
3: some shit and she got cold cocked. is that actually a nurse Just like no, a lady I don't in know billing? they said a nurse they they said a
2: nurse but it's so funny. the money lender nurse
3: it's so funny yeah the usurer it's so funny <laughs> that um that like her big concern was that they skipped out on the bill and not that that dude drilled me in the
2: face (laughs) or was was trying to like abduct a girl it's like some guy was trying to abduct a girl and they tried to leave without paying so I stopped what a company woman
1: like what what an employee of the month kind of (laughs) lady like I really wonder if like all the the bills if all the bills she doesn't collect is kind of like if you're a pizza guy and the guy doesn't pay for the pizza it has to come out of your end (laughs) she's got (laughs) she's got $800,000 in medical (laughs) debt and walkouts tonight She's in deep with the sharks. She's like, "Oh my god, they're gonna break my fucking yeah, kneecaps." Yeah, the, the, the independent ambulance company's gonna fucking end her. <laughs> oh my god, this is like a perfect, perfect like vertical integration network that they have going on here. Oh uh, yeah, it's, that's,
3: like... it's called synergy. It's like...
1: <laughs> so okay, so she was. So... I gotta get onto the ground floor of this
2: business. What? So okay. I have to bring up okay, we have our theme. We come back in and instead of she the usual says he
1: cold cocks me.
2: I know. So we come we come, we we come back from our theme. I can't wait to talk about this. Oh
1: come, yes.
2: And instead of our usual around the horn, there's like a there's like a, an a around nice the urinal tracking oneer that follows Kragen in into the bathroom and Munch is sitting there waiting with pertinent information to have half an opinion. At, at the at.
3: And like, how do you know this whole story while you're shitting, dude?
1: And
2: crazy, yeah, Literally, is... they're
1: having an in-depth conversation that is specifically about this case, not just like generalities of like, oh, rape victims do this. And Munch literally just emerges to be like, you should do this. I'll call do the hospital. To flush? Like, no, no, that's a,
3: that's also, by the way, this is the person that has to say something, even if they have nothing to say. Sure, like he's like giving like an advice about rape. It's like we all work in the rape cases, man. We know how this works. But one of the things that got glossed over before we, cause you guys missed one thing, which is how calm the rest of the hospital is around a woman that got drilled and another one that got abducted and people are just doing their regular shit. No one's sprinting. No one's running around. This isn't ER. man. People are walking past a woman who was punched in the face and nobody's like, get a fucking cop. Like, aren't all the exits at hospitals? covered?
0: What if you could have a career
4: Apparently not in two thousand three,
2: two thousand four. They, they didn't direct the extras to give a shit about
1: well, anything. But here's the that's... thing: one of the extras that's in the background. To your point, Jeff, is the fact that like when they were when Liv and the the terrible actress nurse, it's like you've got to come quick. Something happened. Fucking there's a woman that's in a pantsuit and has like a Manila envelope. And I swear to God, she just works on set and was in a shot because <laughs> she looks like she was trying to move her ass, but not toward the emergency. So she's like, I have to get this to. A fax machine. (laughs) Oh, run! Oh, oh, fuck! I'm in the shot. (laughs) Um, For a second, I thought it was Cabot. I was like, "Oh, why is Cabot in the hospital?" And then she just went the opposite
2: direction. I just remembered uh, Gary Oldman in this episode. Fake Gary Oldman. Fake yeah. Gary Oldman. And this, this episode has <laughs> so much fucking shit in it that I this forgot. This episode has, has the
1: f- l- best parts. Low rent, non Tom Hardy. It's got fucking yeah. Texas the, Gary Oldman is probably tex- yeah. Texas yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this guy might be the best part of the fucking episode. Ebear's wife randomly. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, like Do- the Dolly Parton, the drunk Dolly Parton, oh like look alike.
3: There's the, the 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 Jenna the Jenna Sterling girl being just the most debutante piece of shit. Oh she
2: fucking sucks. Okay, so we're gonna get okay. So the, we're we're, we're in, the place. Yeah, we're in the bathroom, we're like on an over the shoulder Craig's dick, and he's like, Guys, I know it's pretty baby, but I didn't take it out for air <laughs> and uh and so they Oh god. And and so we we saw no
1: one flush or wash their hands.
4: Well, Kraken
1: actually calls out the fact where he's like, uh, "I, I, you guys got to go. I can't, I can't do this right now. I got to <laughs> yeah, pee. You got to leave."
3: Where's your nerve, officer or detective,
1: detective, captain, uh, whatever you
2: are? I don't he's know. been sitting uh, on a desk for too long. So they, so they, they look at the um, ambulance report and it's like half filled out. And Munch was once again right there with like underpaid civil servants. Feel the burn and um, <laughs> and. It turns out that it isn't an underpaid civil servant. It is a private ambulance company that is, like, hired to stand outside that bar to pick up the people that are, like, have alcohol oh, poisoning. Like, yeah. It's like,
3: like Disney World, like how nobody dies at Disney World. Because they, <laughs> they have just a die pri- in the
2: underground tunnel.
3: Well, they have a private ambulance that takes them off the so and they don't declare them dead until they're off the grounds.
2: Oh, that's so fucked up. Isn't that fucked up? Uh, Wait, is that for real?
3: Yeah. No, wow. no, no one dies at Disney. That's the. That's the. <laughs> Is that like a, an
2: official? Not even slogan? Walt Disney, apparently.
3: Yeah. So they will never declare death uh, in, in
1: that like compound yeah. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> compound. Yeah. Uh, also, I have to comment on the fact. Like, I know cities do contract with private. Companies? There was actually a uh But I'm I'm pretty sure like they they, they're still wired into like the nine one one network. They are, yeah. So So it's not like you're like, oh no, I have to dial nine one one and it might not get here. I have to dial what was that number again? Oh five one eight nine nine nine. Yeah.
2: Um nine one
1: two That's one better. Did anyone ever see that fucking the commercial with uh Alec Baldwin and John Kravinsky? Uh, promoting the MLB playoffs it was a couple years ago, where because oh, he's a big Sox uh, fan, yeah. yeah, and Baldwin's a, a no, Yankees didn't, fan, didn't and one it. of them was like, one of the things they're like sitting there doing something, and Baldwin has to go somewhere. He's like, dial nine one two, dial nine one two, and Grinsky's like, what the hell is that? He's like, it's nine one one for rich people. I no, I didn't. Yeah. It's not it it was just funny. It's a good. One.
3: I think it's just a bunch of people referencing that Simpsons episode with the stone cutters. That's where the two. Yeah, that's the 912. That's where I got
2: it anyway. Oh. So
3: whoever wrote that commercial is a
2: thief. Probably still Conan (laughs) O'Brien. He writes everything. Uh, (laughs) So they talk to the private ambulance driver, and he's and he his big line is, Oh, I remember her. She was soused. And that's all he gives. That's really it.
1: No one talks about it. That girl was
0: blitzed.
2: Uh, she sucked everybody's dick. Oh,
0: oh,
3: if you want to talk about uh, no one talks like that, wait till we meet up with the rapper.
2: Oh
1: my god,
2: I forgot about the rapper too. This episode, what a curveball! This episode might be my favorite episode for uh, side characters.
1: Best side characters. This is the creme de la creme for characters that are. Just they deliver five lines it's, and that's it. It's a cast salad,
2: is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but not, but like a southern cast salad. So there's like there's like tomatoes, but also corn. like corn and like Jello.
3: Yeah. There's beans. There's beans. There's like a like a black beans in the salad. There's a, someone put like shredded cheese, like a lot of shredded cheese in it, and then a possibly deaf
2: rapper. The way he talks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. So. So uh, they they go to this bar called the Air Bar, and that is the most like that. I feel that from New York because fuck New York, and um, and th- I think it's one of those bars where they only that all the alcohol is like vaporized? You think it's a vapor I bar? I don't like think that's bar?
1: actually the case. Oh, no, because like, you see about, but the I don't alcohol
2: on the shelf, but when yes. they say, oh, it's Air Bar, I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers. Mm. It's on Canal and Church Street. It is It is one of those places.
1: So, yeah, and she's bitching about the fucking, like, the owner, the manager, whoever the fuck this is, she's bitching about the smoking ban, and it's like, yeah. well, well that's mean, this really dates this fucking she's, episode.
3: She's got something to say, and she's gonna
2: say it. Yeah, but, but if that if that bar only serves vapor, that's her livelihood. The, well, that smoking uh, as we found out, put her out
3: of business. As we found out, vaping never um, applied to the smoking ban. Is that true? Yeah, because now because it's considered water vapor, it's not tobacco smoke. Or Except
1: home. on airplanes. Well, then,
3: they, yeah, but and uh, and that's why people have to put no smoking or vaping. or vaping.
2: Aha! Uh-huh, I'm not smoking. I'm vaping. Fuck you.
3: Anybody who says that it should be dead already. <laughs> If if anybody has ever said to you, I'm not smoking, I'm vaping, or like it's water vapor or something, they should be shot,
1: right? Yeah, sure. I'm there. I'm into it. Uh, That's not to say that anyone that actually vapes should be shot, just those that are choosing that hill to die on.
3: Yeah, when they're like, it's not smoking, it's water vapor. And then you're like, why don't you water vapor yourself in the face and die? Is that a verb?
2: I think that people who vape, are sucking little robot penises. Yep, little micro, micro lightsaber dicks. Um, so the manager of this bar is like giving them the runaround about like, I don't know anything. And my ambulances are there to help people, not because I'm a fucking weirdo. And then she's like, oh yeah, find me that ID that someone left. And, and, uh, Olivia Stabler turns into- you had it the whole time? Yeah.
3: A young woman of color.
0: A young woman of color. And they, they of color.
2: demonize her immediately. Uh, Stable turns into Sally Field from, from Mrs. Doubtfire. The whole time? and uh that's a deep missus doubtfire cut there it is and uh and she's so like oh i just put it together the id is not from the victim though and uh and uh, our our bar manager is like yeah but that's the one that we found in the bathroom where she got like super
1: the men's bathroom. When oh, she was the men's passed, bathroom, yeah. she was passed out in the stall of the men's bathroom, and her reaction was, "Get me the private ambulance and cart this problem <laughs> right out of my bar." Um, and in addition to that,
2: so 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 right after that, we go to uh, Jenna Sterling's place, and Jenna Sterling is the person who the ID belonged to. And her first line is, I haven't been to a men's room since daddy dragged us to China and my Cantonese was rusty. And I uh, set my television on fire. So we had we didn't watch the rest of the episode. Yeah, that made it really tough to finish this. Yeah,
1: yeah okay, so uh, I'll be picking it up from here, guys. So um, <laughs> oh, everything she, is the worst and she, I want to kill myself.
2: Yeah, she she goes to Wellesley or is graduating from Wellesley because of course she is. And uh, and. Um, and at, is a bitch. Is a bitch. And her 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 father bought her some art for her graduation. No, and they're like it oh, wasn't well, art. Well, yeah. they they start on the art, right? And then he's then he's like, "Oh, a nice fucking art that you got for your graduation." And she's like, "Daddy bought me an apartment. We needed something to hang a on the wall. A co op, yeah.
3: yeah." Can I ask? A is it making what, what is what is that? I'm I'm 37. I don't know what a co op is.
1: I, I always thought a co-op was like a grocery store. <laughs> like No, it, it can, can be. be. <laughs> it can be. What It, it can what be is REI that? is a co-op. Fuck it. It's, it's the way that the ownership where you 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 buy into it and you are technically part owner of the building. Oh, so it's uh, like... So you don't just own your building. You like don't just a... own your apartment. You would own it's part like buying... of the, the greater oh. building.
3: Okay, so it's like buying a condo where you actually also own...
1: The part of the building. Part. Okay. Yeah, you don't just own... It's basically the way that they set up the ownership. Copy oh. that. So.
3: Oh, okay. I would like that also as a gift.
1: Yeah. So I I wonder if she bought just like a condo in the co-op or she bought literally like the entire co-op. Who who knows? She building. also like never comes back. She does. No, she does, w- she's she does.
2: In one more scene.
1: It's like two. So
2: my next one, what a bitch she is.
3: Oh yeah, she's a real piece of shit, this one.
2: Um and this episode is directed by Chad Lowe, Rob Lowe's brother. Oh. really yeah
3: yeah no wonder all the rich s- girls are looking bad all these <laughs> star fucking rich girls probably
1: also can we fucking talk about the fact that like while she is talking to benson and stabler she's like sitting there she's eat like this reminded me so much of fucking alice williams at the and end of get, get out, out where where she's just she's- like just eating like a thing of fruit loops i'm like this is fucking so unsettling right she now. doesn't make eye contact with them no it's she like doesn't she and that's why it's, be bothered. it's
4: really really
2: unsettling um, so, how do we get to Bonecracker? My next note is about Bonecracker, and I can't wait to talk about Bonecracker. Oh, uh, okay.
3: Hold on. I, I think it has to do with okay.
2: Uh, they look for the, the VIP list from That's the right. bar. That's right. has his big. Yeah. They look for his the VIP list from the bar and they and drag it for anyone who has a criminal record. And the person that they find is a guy named Morris Brandenburg, a.k.a. Bonecracker, who is not a professional
1: wrestler. And they also are like, Boy, he must be like pretty tough if he's got a fucking street name Because like, I think he's like a like a like a leg breaker for the mob or something like yeah, that. Like, or oh, and- for someone like that. And Finn just has this look of disdain on his face, like <laughs> And And they're like, well, he's like a rapper. And Stabler, is this racist? Yeah. So so they're looking,
2: because they have a security camera picture of the guy that abducted uh, this still Jane Doe from the hospital, they can tell that he, at least his chin is white. And so when someone says he's a rapper, Stabler's like, well, the guy we're looking for is white, which is like a little racist. But uh, Finn immediately corrects him and is like, oh, it doesn't get any
1: whiter than the cracker. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't get any better but than the cracker. And I was just like, this is maybe the best episode of SVU ever yeah, up it. to this point.
3: I mean, you said it might be racist, but if someone's like the guy was a hockey player, you'd be like, we're looking for a black guy. are like,
0: there's four of
3: them.
2: Like, band. Soup band's good. You know? <laughs> we're looking for a Russian. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> or Canadian. So then we meet the bone cracker. And so he's a rapper, kind of. But more he's like a special needsy rapper.
1: Yeah. I was going to say like is this is he like this may sound bad but like i is is he men- <laughs> mentally <laughs>
4: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Retarded question mark I, I, on a, a, a post-it note. Also no, that's wrote, a genuine
2: question
1: though, because I'll, he kind of seems like he, he is. Yeah.
3: I think always sunny actually must have seen this episode because they wrote I was a just whole episode that. where she's dating she can't, the guy. Yeah, yeah, and I and I is it this guy? I it don't. Looks like him. I don't. It might know, be, but but it's kind like they had to have seen this and then turned
1: made that joke. <laughs> so. Okay,
2: cause
3: three people independently came up with the same.
1: I ha- I idea. also so well, they're kind of also taking that from Arrested development where it's like Charlie Stern's character, F. like is she is she British or mentally challenged? It's kind of a similar thing where it's like you just you're going off of the speech to determine if someone is a certain way or not. So,
3: yeah, but what I think that was after this, right? Because this is 2003,
1: yeah.
2: So, same same year, yeah. As, okay, as arrested. Uh, oh, no, arrested started this year, that, that Yeah. that would have been season yeah, three. So, it's so 05. Um, e- even more, uh, even more con- perplexing is he is not on the cast list for IMDb, yeah. He was, was he? I couldn't find I him. him,
3: uh, because I looked him up and he is in, um. He's also in Black Hawk Down. Like, everybody's in Black Hawk Down. <laughs> like, everybody.
2: I can't find him. Uh, it's, uh, let's see. So we're looking. Oh, Cracker. Cracker. His name is Danny Hawk. H-O-C-H. And, uh, oh my god. Oh, Jesus. Uh, he was in Black Hawk Down. He was in Safe. He was in We Own the Night. Thin Line. He played a guy named Jumbo Falsetti. He's also I in, just watched
1: that movie recently,
2: and I don't... He's
1: in Black Klansman.
2: Yeah, I don't remember him from Black Klansman, but I really like that movie. And he's in
1: Ted? Of course. Of fucking of course he is.
3: I mean, this guy's
0: working.
1: This guy is working. Go Good for him, especially for someone uh, you know is mentally challenged to
2: get this much work. In War of the Worlds, he played Intersection Guy Cop. Hell there you go. Yeah. That's the top of
1: the food chain right there. <laughs> Just oh, he's mu- a scene around Tom
3: Cruise. He must be um, uh, loved by Spike Lee because he's also in Bamboozled,
2: I, which is my oh. favorite Spike Lee movie. Yeah, love Spike Lee. That makes sense that he's in Bamboozled because he's got that like hood voice. Anyway, he is a white dude. Does rapper. he know?
1: Does he? Well, know? so
2: so Bamboozled for people who might not know what it is. It's about like a, like a a BET type company bringing back minstrel shows, um, and. So like like I think his hood voice, which is not a not good, is perfect pretty terrible. For, is perfect for that type of movie. Like that plot of that movie makes total sense. Yeah, I just so wrote they,
3: is. Oh god. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I was I literally wrote is his thing that he's retarded.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he like y- you know if you were to tell me yes, I'd be like okay, it, that tracks. Um, he was was Jamie Kennedy not available? Yeah or uh, yeah right, jeez. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy was busy that day.
3: Um, he's got he must have been on a more recent episode of SVU. I'm I so I
2: just saw him on an episode of Criminal Minds where he plays like a Satanist serial killer. See, like he's really let himself
3: go. Um, did you, you could just do the John Ritter episode yet?
2: We did. Oh, we I did the John one. Ritter and the his son Ritter episode. <gasps> Other Ritter. Other Ritter. He was the killer. It was like three episodes ago. Oh, I
3: missed it by three weeks. Yeah, I missed it by three weeks. Oh no! Uh,
2: Wait, so, fucking. Oh, what
1: episode was John Ritter in?
2: John Ritter was in an episode in season two he where killed he performs wife. the the abobo in the in the back of the van. The abobo. The abobo in the back of the. Oh SUV. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 Sorry, it like, took me a second. We've done ninety one <laughs> of these. I don't fucking remember all. Abobo like a double dragon. <laughs> precisely, precisely like that.
2: So so how did the, you know? The reason that by the way the reason that Cracker or Bonecracker as as he's called in church is uh it w- what it was brought up in sexual assault charges is because he was he was with this girl and that was apparently consensual but he double teamed the girl with his manager and the the girl mm-hmm. never consented to being with the manager and his response to that is don't you know the manager gets 10% of everything?
1: Oh my god. So if we didn't want him to die in a fire already, we we certainly do now. But here's okay, here's I thought a bit that of a was min-
2: I thought that was going to be the line of the episode. Yes, yeah, good job. Oh joke. boy, you were wrong. Okay, and here's here's a question going. though.
1: So if the sex with him was consensual, and uh-huh. then the manager comes in and uh-huh. why is has, he on the hook for rape? Shouldn't the right. manager be the one that's on the hook for I think accessory Probably too. both, yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm I I'm just saying, like, if we've you know, it's just kind of well, You know, know I,
3: the manager only gets ten percent of the charge.
1: <laughs> right. You get ninety percent of her charge, like, oh damn. Oh so damn what, man, what it, exactly it works is, both ways. What what exactly is ten is percent of the sexual encounters, my like is he just getting like a handy? But
3: not it's to just, completion? Just the tip. I mean, for me that would be one third of a pump.
2: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say half an inch. Same joke, different pants.
1: Um, so, uh, figure that that math out. It, it, was, it was it was vexing me. I had to Excel up. I couldn't figure is, it out. Can we like take
3: a timeout to just discuss running a comedy podcast about a sex crime TV show? It's
2: just ninety one episodes in, baby. Oh my god, there's gonna something's gonna happen. Where we're gonna be like, you need to delete that episode. Yeah. Um, nope, we don't even do editing half I've the time. Just, I've definitely gotten text from Matt being like, please edit this part out. Yeah. Not in um, a while, though, because now I just don't while. give a shit anymore. Yeah,
1: whatever. I'm like, whatever. No one's listening anyway.
2: <laughs> Thanks, mom.
3: I got, oh, man, I got, uh, this is a side note. I had a, I was like on the hook for a TV gig that I was getting, and I got a whole bunch of stuff from lawyers being like, these are all the tweets and Instagram posts and Facebook posts you have to delete. Wait, they went through yours. Every single thing
2: and told me what I had. They didn't to want a James Ganya
3: there, it's the sm- Why doesn't every famous person have somebody on call that goes through your shit and be like, "You actually need to delete this."
1: Uh, why doesn't every Facebook or every celebrity just have someone literally run their Twitter for them? I wouldn't want that.
2: <laughs> my Twitter is my way to contact my my adoring fans oh, but I get mean, the
3: fuck out of here with that nonsense I mean if you're an artist you want to have some form of integrity that yeah. that's your thing
2: I also don't think that Twitter I disagree. Exist, I want some so variety of uh, privacy so I'll take that I'm, sacrifice I'm, I'm, the, I'm the universe brain where I'm like yeah kill the internet fuck it
3: I'm that way with Logan kill Logan it shouldn't exist I enjoy it perfectly fine but it shouldn't exist
2: that's fair I, the do, movie? I, I do like it Yes,
1: I love yes. that movie
3: yeah of course you do because we're us <laughs> but Wolverine's not for us. He was when we were kids, and he's a he's a child's comic book
2: character. And <laughs> so, so why should, make him miserable?
3: Well, why make an R-rated slasher action film with a comic book character that's for everyone, the most popular character in, in Marvel. It's just crazy to me. Crazy. It was it was the wrong lesson. Deadpool taught the wrong lesson to the Fox execs.
1: All right. Anyway, steering don't the ship back out. toward back toward land here. <laughs> sorry, sorry, before we get too far out to sea. Uh, his hood Fuck voice is, is super upsetting. So this guy upsetting. is uh, this is this he's weird. Fucking, I don't know. The, the he should be on the hook for ten percent or ninety percent of rape. I don't know something like yeah. that. There's there's Hi- a there's a weird there's an algorithm that used to determine the guilt here. Um, <laughs> there's and, a lo- uh, another
2: lawyer involved. Um, he's, <laughs> his he's got a terrible hood voice. It's very upsetting, um, and he. Points to there's like a picture in the newspaper. Of- Why?
3: Why does he? He's scrapbooking what, yeah. his life. What is that? That's yeah. that's what the re- is He's that's, doing serial killer news clippings. That's something they would do in special needs class, <laughs> like arts and crafts
1: fu- time. He might be fucking John Doe from seven. Like, he was like, Oh, let me show you this other room full of marble composition books.
2: So he he pulls out a picture of Jessica Sterling and they're like, Jessica Sterling said that she never went to the club. And, uh, and this dude, Cracker, is like Oh, it's not Jessica. It's her sister. What's her sister' name? Like Vienna. 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 Fuck okay, you. Okay, so
1: here's here's a commentary I have, and I'm pretty sure this is what's happening because this show is far from subtle. So I'm fairly certain this is supposed to be uh, playing off of the ideas of like the club kids of this era, i.e., like your parents, your Paris, yeah. Paris Hiltons. But we have to use another European city. What oh, Vienna. Vienna. Oh, Vienna. There Hilden. it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what that was, guys. That was I honestly um,
3: didn't and, even and, Yeah, Jenna is Nikki. Yeah. Uh, she's the yeah, older was, one who's yeah, a bitch. Yeah, with the double. And like as soon as I said that name,
1: I guarantee it was written in there so like if you were sitting on this couch watching with someone, that is where you take your elbow and jam it as hard as you can <laughs> in, into the person. Next you be like, "Oh, Get Vienna, it? That's a playoff of fucking Paris Hilton." No, it'll be so subtle, guys. No one will fucking get it. It's not I like anyone's going to do a podcast about this in like a decade where we talk about how dumb and not smart we are. How dumb and not smart
2: we are. Uh, and so they they go back over to the... They go back over to... What the Wait. Th- also,
1: before the we Stirlings. before we move away from this, what is that picture? It's the dad looking mortified, the two girls like being like whatever, and this dude just drunkenly hanging off of them, and someone took a picture of it uh, and, and put was it like,
2: in the, like a paper. It looked yeah. like a newspaper clipping. Yeah, like what, a, a what is, a New is the York scenario?
1: Like that. What is <laughs> happening page, in this picture?
2: Page six. Yeah. Uh. So they go back over to the Sterlings and they're like, "Oh, we know who stole your driver's license." Uh, it was your sister and the sister comes Vienna comes home and immediately uh, Jessica's like you bitch you stole my license she looks like to me do you know how much of a
1: hassle that was literally is the line
2: Um, and then my next note is and they never forget what is that
3: the elephant, because there's an elephant. Oh, there's thing, an elephant and stamp. Never forget.
2: Yeah, there, there's an elephant stamp. So Olivia is like carrying around this fucking black light and is waving it on everyone's hand for the entire episode, and it's the the people who are at the club have an elephant
1: stamp. An elephant. Which, by the forget. way, like at a certain, what, not Vienna, the fucking the, the older sister Jessica. When they're Jenna, like, let me see your hand, Jenna. Jenna, Jenna, Jenna. whatever the fucking the other one. You're right guys. And the fucking lives like, oh, I've just got this pocket blacklight. Cause you know, like you do. Cause why not? She fucking puts it over her hand. She's like, well, it looks like you weren't at the club. And Sam was like, yeah, but it washes off. I'm like, yeah, it fucking washes off just because it's there or not. There proves literally nothing.
2: Yeah, the uh, th- <coughs> then then we get a, a nuclear bomb dropped on us. We finally get this girl's, this Jane Doe's name. Her name's Chloe this Dutton. Is a,
1: this is a tactical nuke, though, compared to the the lady, yeah, fucking, the world-ending nuke from later in the episode. Um,
2: and she is 15 years She's old. She's a child.
3: She's also from one of my favorite sports movies of all time, The Greatest Game Ever Played,
2: starring Shia LaBeouf. I don't even know what that.
3: It's is. about golf at the turn of the century.
2: and it, Oh, you mean it, The oh. Legend of Bagger Vance. No. No, I've seen that better. one.
1: That's actually not a bad one. They have to play it's it at a, night, and they get all the cars to turn the lights on to finish the last hole?
2: It's, uh,
3: maybe. that Bagger Vance? Know. There's rain. That, that might be Vance. Bagger Vance,
2: actually.
1: Shia LaBeouf.
3: <laughs> is she, he's, she's Shia LaBeouf's love interest. It's a great movie.
2: It's so her, her name is Amber McDonald, and wouldn't you know it. Yeah, I'm thinking of Letters
1: for Backer fans, I think. Is
2: not in. Is not in the greatest game ever. What is it called?
4: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: Laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh?
4: Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.
0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and
1: conditions. 18 plus.
2: The greatest game ever played. This is, we're talking about Jenna, Jenna S- Sterling? No, I was talking about Chloe Dutton. Oh, Chloe Dutton. Peyton, pa- Peyton List. Yeah. Oh, I know her. Peyton you, List. You know Peyton List. Yeah. It's Sh- Peyton. Oh, Pepe. She's Fuck you. She's, oh, cause she's, uh, she's the new Poison Ivy on... Gotham. Oh, I don't watch Gotham. I stopped watching it too, but That's I'm That's okay. On her no one IMDb. else does either. It's in their final season, thank God.
3: I'm going to have to watch that bullshit show for my podcast, and I am putting it off for so long. It's the. I oh, yeah, the Jeff, you're kind season, of on the hook for that, aren't you? Terrible. Yeah, I've been saying since day one, I am delaying Gotham <laughs> as long as we. I'll watch The Batman before I do that.
2: The BTW, uh, Peyton List was also in. A previous episode of SVU from season two entitled Pixies, and that's the one with the gym Ooh, coach. Oh, that's a good one. And um, uh, what's Kate Mara. Name? Kate Mara. Yeah. Oh. Creepy gym coach. Oh, yeah. Those are. Yeah, you
3: got them. I it's good was. Uh, episode. I, I coached uh, girls' soccer, and I was like, I want eyes on me all the time, please. I don't want to be accused of anything.
2: <laughs> I have a body
3: camera. I coached middle school girls' soccer, and like that's a weird. That's a uh, that's an SVU episode when people make that weird connection yeah, immediately. Waiting to
2: happen. It's like some of us are just trying to be good people. Yes, some of us just want to teach <laughs> some, some kind of 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 soccer. Us, some of us were guilted into coaching a sport they don't even know. <laughs> Um, and so there's also this like running C story that Olivia hasn't slept in a week, and everyone keeps trying to tell her to go home. And the second that they tell her to go home, like the phone rings and something else <laughs> fucked up happens. And so Craig like hunches over Olivia's desk, and is like if there's anything happen, we'll call you. And then literally the phone rings, and she's like, "We'll be right there." And they have just they have recovered Chloe Dutton's body, and inside of her mouth is. Olivia's card. Olivia's business card. And Olivia doesn't even fucking know. She, like, hands her the business card in the first scene. She's like, whose
1: business card could that be? Yeah, she literally says the line, like, please tell me this guy was dumb enough to leave his business card. What? No, I hope he left his. Name you are in the elite squad of detectives, <laughs> and you think this person literally left his fucking quite literally also, his calling card in her mouth, fucking Silence of the lamb style well, in the, the Hudson. Was
2: Silence of the Lambs What style. the
1: fuck are you talking about? Also,
2: uh, Olivia. Last episode, Olivia was giving Elliot shit for getting too close, and now we have the like Olivia. Olivia's too yeah, close it's, tango. It's
1: really kind of character inconsistent on a week to week basis.
2: Okay, now we learn now we have some vocab words we gotta learn. Brackish water is water that mixes, fresh water and salt water that mixes together. Yeah. So uh, the that part of the Hudson that they pulled her out of was brackish water. But Melinda Warner tests the water that that was used to drown Chloe Dutton, and it turns out it was tap water with trace elements of something called sparkly bowl. Tidy bowl. Tidy bowl.
3: Brackish water is mostly found in estuaries.
1: Estuaries. Yeah, I tuned out I from that part. I was like, the water <laughs> is definitely blue, so that that shit is not the fucking Hudson. Whenever I hear estuary, like br- I think brackish, brackish, we fucking not. Estuary song. You know that song? Yeah, so like, like braggers should have like salt water or not. Just look, is the water marginally clean? Yeah. It's not from even, the fucking Hudson then.
2: She even says, like, oh, there's no algae in here at all. Like, there's nothing in
1: Krill. Here. There's no krill. Yeah, krill. She's like, I did a diatom test. I'm like, what is this What the fuck? Are we back in like fifth grade earth science? What the hell is happening right now? So
2: So we're exploring a lot of new rooms today because we we have the uh the, the oh the, my the god! Bathroom. I have a note.
1: I and have then a we fucking also note. Also,
2: have the fucking Marriott hotel room that they use to show families their dead children. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: so let's let's, let's 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 run this down real quick. So this has <laughs> never happened in four seasons of fucking SBU zero times. Not not fucking once. And I feel like. Because of the theme of the episode or, like, some of the, the underlying themes of just, like, the general richness, I feel like they had to just throw it in for this episode and we will never see it again because it no, seems fancier. Never.
2: never. And so, so Chloe Dutton's parents are divorced uh, and they look like the millionaire and his wife from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> and their whole thing was they have joint custody, but each one says that the other, it was, like, the other's weak. And so, she was just, like, living on her own and, like, sucking Major D um as a 15 year old and so they they set up this video tap they turn on the tv they pull the sheet she looks like she's wearing sally cosplay from the nightmare before christmas
3: yeah i was gonna i had a frankenstein <laughs> note on that
2: yeah
1: one. yeah yeah she looks like fucking jigsaw from the punisher oh that's a good reference yeah i don't know that reference. thank you jigsaw from the, the punisher
2: it's like the Punisher's foil. I'm not a I'm not a big Punisher person. The venom to
1: Sp- ah, Spider-Man. Sure, okay, fair. Uh, I gotcha. His face gets yeah. all cut up and stitched yeah. back together like a uh, like a like a badly stitched together ragdoll. Copy that. Why don't they just call him Raggedy Andy? No, because it doesn't because sound as good as Jigsaw. I
3: think that's copywritten
2: already. <laughs> it's just, make it sound tougher. Raggedy Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so then they they go to Chloe Dutton's school and uh and ask the principal like why she's been so so like fucked up lately. And the principal's like, I don't know, puberty. Uh they also call her not a
3: bad loner. Answer. They call her a loner, and I'm like, no one that hot at fifteen is a loner.
1: Yeah, she's like, just that fucking doesn't
2: happen. people not at the
1: high she school. She is besieged yeah. by dicks
2: all the well, time. Well, so they there's like this weird Freudian slip when they're going through her locker where it says uh they say like, oh, no date book, but it sounds like they say no dick book. Really? <laughs> it, to me, in my ear, <laughs> I heard, I'd heard no uh, dick book. You might have heard what you were looking to hear. Because, um, yeah. by the way, the the do you know what the new the new slang term for dates like like going on a date is? Fucking. Going on a dick appointment.
1: Oh, that's. I don't think that's a thing. That's,
2: uh, my students say it all the time. That's crass. I feel like that's your crass.
1: students, and that's not necessarily something that's applying to the greater population.
3: Uh, I mean, you know, you have access to kids that are, what, 20? Yeah. I mean, he might,
1: he might know. I know. I'm not coaching well, no soccer. Yeah, but he's, he's also got a small sample size, and also he has access to kids that are tw- access. That sounds hey, like a really weird way of saying that. Like, well, I gave one of them my car, and that didn't work out very well. That's a good point. That was completely one hundred percent your fault, though. yeah whatever. Okay, so that was that was poor judgment on on your behalf. Um, and also, so they also find a note in her locker, like stuffed in the little like vents of her locker. <laughs> I'll kill where you. it's like it's like you're fucking dead to me. And I'm like, okay, I wrote this down. I was like, let's let's. So the the kid that they bring in, BT, is what it's signed, and he's like, uh, we were working on a science project. Bachman Turner be- Overdrive yeah he's like it was we we're working on a science project where we're doing like water samples to talk about Wait, acid rain or something i'm shit. gonna
2: blow this thing wide open i think it was bt the whole time because where'd they put her in the where they put her in the hospital the tb ward oh there it is so you think they just had to
1: have a strategically placed mirror like out of fucking the shining yeah, and that's what scared her into running
3: i also want to say that for such, for such a dense episode this was an unnecessary red herring. T- completely. Like, there's so much packed into this episode, especially the last three minutes. Do we need this? That, yeah. like, you didn't need this one private school anger box kid to to be <laughs> she may, like, we, we and we studied water. What a weird circumstantial evidence situation we're in.
2: Yeah, and Munch is like, okay, so tell let's... me about this fucking water. And he's like, it's also, water. Also,
1: there's no lawyer
3: in there. Like, there's no lawyer with the child. He's under fucking age. You
1: cannot fucking question this kid without a parent or legal guardian or attorney present. Period. End of fucking discussion. Like, it doesn't... Unless... No. And even on the phone, you couldn't even get consent like that. You would need physical... Someone to sign something. So, fuck that. Secondly... Okay, so the kid is saying, like, oh, you know, I was... I wrote the note because she was supposed to do her half of the work and didn't. And I was just letting her know, like, you know, fuck you. But, like... My God, this kid has the, he is like worse than bad luck Brian, that fucking meme where it's like the day that you put a note in your lab partner's locker, you're dead to me. She turns up dead a day later in a manner consistent with you are mad at her for doing some sort of a water project. She is drowned.
3: Okay. Yeah. The amount of circumstantial evidence is quite
0: damning here.
1: Like, here's the thing. If I'm, if I'm munch in fucking Finn in that room and be like. I'm gonna let you go because it's too. This is too easy. This the is or, lining up too easily. The orgy no. of evidence. No, this. It's too easy. It makes too much sense. This kid could, could never have done it. Something. The the writers are fucking with us here. We're gonna walk out of the interrogation you know, room at this I point. I have a question.
3: I have a question about this series. Has there ever been an episode where like the sex mystery is solved in 18 minutes and then the rest of it is just like 9/11 just happened? Like, <laughs> is there anything where it's like
2: <laughs> we've already passed 9/11? But like, well, are sort there
1: of, the, any... the, the stuff with Pam Greer. Oh, yeah. The first so there, episode with Pam there. Greer. There's,
2: there's an amazing episode with Pam oh, Greer yeah. that we actually had to watch three times because we kept accidentally deleting the file. Um, and it was so great, let me tell you. It was really shitty. Um, And so they find the sex criminal, and then it turns out to be, like, this weird, like scorsese mob movie for the rest of it it's see that's good. what i'm
3: wondering like that's the thing do you solve the sex crime immediately and then and then and then the rest is just the the writer just had a, a story about a mall shooting that they yeah yeah there's there's something.
2: stuff there's stuff that happens like that where where eventually we're like wait a minute why is svu on this case
1: well it's there's sometimes the sex crime is not to existing them. yeah so, well, I mean, it was also the one with fucking, uh, with Eric Stoltz. Well, that was kind of a sex crime thing, oh, but it was like, Eric it was, Stultz, it was investigated insane. as a murder. And they, that is like the F storyline. They solve like that priest. in in 15 seconds. And then there's like a priest sex scandal that like branches from it. So they spend no, the rest I of the like episode that.
2: going that with that. That was the um, end of season two or something. Two before, it might have been three. Might have been there, three.
3: There's a fun story about this kid BT that uh, he says the phrase, and I'll never forget this because no teenager has ever said this <laughs> phrase. Uh, he said, "She got it. She was in some stud's sports car." <laughs> You know how how teens say "stud."
2: That that kid definitely gets bullied for being gay. Yeah, I don't know if that kid is gay, but that kid gets bullied for being gay. And
3: (laughs) he remembers the license plate because it's ILV four four two D, and he goes, "I love forty two double Ds." Well, that doesn't forty two Ds.
2: That doesn't make sense. That's like a that's a that person. So that's a a man. A forty-two is like a man size. That's a big, that's a big lady. It's
3: a big old, it's a big old boob. So, I, I think it's a coincidence because it's a rental car. Nobody's oh yeah. a rental car isn't. Which gonna, that
1: doesn't make any goddamn. They don't put you vanity, vanity plates, plates plate on, on <laughs> a
3: rental car. Yeah,
2: I think he just made the mnemonic.
3: Yeah, yeah, he, he just, just saw it like and was like, I get it because he's a kid. Kid loved kids love tits.
2: Kids love the mnemonic devices and calling yeah. people stuck.
1: Yeah,
3: it's how do you remember the planets related to titties. <laughs>
1: But also, like, though as it turns out, the wife of the fucking Oklahoma, like, oil billionaire, whatever. Oh like my that, god. Is like a fucking it's like a Bobo Dolly Parton who's oh known god. for having gigantic breasts, so it okay. matches. We but talk none of about, it makes any sense.
2: We gotta talk about Mr. and Mrs. Stark. So the so This so guy the, is a he is a fucking American, sir. B, BT Do We B- think he's
1: actually the BTK killer?
2: Is that a thing? BTK yeah, killer? Yeah, that's a thing. Killer, yeah, oh, a serial killer. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I this, think, the famous serial killer? I think killer? this BT thing is going to blow blow the series wide, wide I open. I think I may have overlooked him. I think he he's he secretly got like a school
1: shooting in his blood somewhere. Um, Yeah, you, someone bullies him one more time and then it's all <laughs> over for you hoes. Um, he's making a lot of this, like, really like, odd comments where he's like, recycling's a myth. It's like, maybe we should keep an eye on that guy. <laughs> Recycling? Okay, so...
2: The the rental car belongs to or is rented by Mr. and Mrs. Stark, who are oil industry people they're, from they're, they're barons. They're yeah, oil, oil barons from the set from Texas, right? No, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, whatever, they're neighbors. They're, and they're very Texasy. And and so that we cut to their hotel well, first we go to the, the like valet. uh valet, the valet, couple of valets, and they're like, um, oh, Mr. Stark doesn't like us to even move the car. So he does it himself. So, like, we don't have a lot of contact with him. So then they go up to to meet Mr. and Mrs. Stark, and he's like foghorn leghorning around. Yeah, the, no, I, I say, it. I say,
0: why? This could be one of the senator congressmen uh, here. To, uh, you know, the oil industry is
1: uh, very, uh, very combative. So this basically turns into a most violent year for like <laughs> a hot second.
2: So, and his
1: wife is like, why? Why are you cheating on me, Gambo Regard? And literally, the dude is sitting there do mowing down on, I don't even know what the fuck he's eating, and he's drinking a ribs, Bud Heavy. Breakfast,
2: br- yeah. breakfast ribs.
1: Breakfast ribs, a Bud, Bud Heavy, Bud and heavy. she walks out with a fucking, like, a tumbler <laughs> that has a meniscus on it of, like, bourbon. And I'm yeah. like, what the she fuck? Came out, are-? She came out like Tammy Faye
3: Baker. Like, she just <laughs> just rolls out, gets the Tears. vapors. Yeah. yeah,
2: Gets the vapors. <laughs>
1: What, um, like what what are we like did we literally like just go into the twilight zone for a hot second so he is being super
2: antagonistic and live who is blacklighted everyone in the entire episode doesn't blacklight him to
1: see if he was at the club well okay but here's the thing Evie, they're in a hotel room so if she turned that light on it would blind <laughs> them with all the semen all over the walls that's true a, pr- a there's none, prism.
3: There's none on his wrist, but then you look up and it's just all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just glowing.
2: Beauregard! I don't know what his first name is, but it's Beauregard. Uh, you,
1: would, during, you would need a goddamn welder's helmet to guard you from the light that's gonna be coming off of that. During the arrest, too, during the
3: interrogation, he says the most old time, he goes, I'm being a railroaded!
2: Yeah, so they... They they bring him in. Why do they bring him in? He by the oh, way, he, so he, pers-
1: like an idiot. He was like, okay, the cops are here. They're asking a bunch of questions about some like a murder. You know what I'm gonna do? Just voluntarily, like, yeah, sure. Let's go look at my car because they oh, came yeah, here for a yeah, reason. Yeah. They somehow tracked me down somehow. So it, the fact that he's a like a oil billionaire, this is why I'm like this is bullshit to begin with. Because he's been like, you can talk to my attorney because I'm an oil tycoon billionaire. Fucking no, I'm not going to deal with this shit. He's like, "Sure, let's go down and look in my car. Oh, what's this? There's a bunch of shit in my car that was clearly used in a murder. What's this? There's
3: there's a lot like and then there's the circumstance of him being like a be
0: negative. The rarest type of blood day.
2: So, okay, they bring him in.
1: They call he's me t- like the Tulsa Gulcher. or Tulsa something Gusher. like that. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now in this so- goddamn And then he's just he's like, "Look, I cheat on my wife. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I literally, all like, that's these, one of the lines. Of lines. And
3: <laughs> the real quick, he's like, they call me the Tulsa Gusher, and it's like they gave, you, they didn't give you that nickname at the strip club because of your blood type, right? Like, no, they did not.
2: So they br- they bring him in. Because uh, he says, I donate
1: all the time. And I'm like, is he just saying that he fucks a lot of strippers?
2: I think so. So, so, so okay. So, so, I, <laughs> What is I, I, happening in this episode? To, we, we have, have to run it down in chronological. So he looks like Gary Oldman from The Professional and talks like Gary Oldman from The Fifth Element.
1: And, <laughs> he looks like if Gary Oldman from The Professional and Gary Oldman from The Fifth Element like had, <laughs> had a baby had with Brett Kavanaugh because but, they're just oh, as haughty. Yeah.
3: In a nicely combed fright wig. Like... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so so i mean the guy's uh, just as indignant as fucking Kavanaugh cavanaugh so the so as soon as they pop the trunk and find all this evidence the wife tammy faye baker is like freaks out and she starts hitting him she's like you did it again and then they so they arrest him they bring him in and his first line when they when they're like uh so what what do you have to say for yourself he's like what did that cow say referring to his wife and he says i cheat on my wife it's not a police matter where I come from a police and then he says ask the boys the boys will vouch for my whereabouts ask the boys ask my boys and then he calls himself the cult Tulsa gusher
1: yeah he's uh he I kind you know I kind of want like a I spin-off series where we just him. follow that guy because that yeah. guy gets into some shit
2: so unfortunately for uh, for the rest of the episode he
0: is
4: oh, not this is- this, this is where doer. we get another... He should we have get joined punch team.
0: I <laughs> say, I'm going to join you now to find this rustler.
2: <laughs> we're going to find some justice. So they, they test his DNA, and it you doesn't match... You have offended match. my honor. I must join
0: <laughs> your team. I am a duly appointed Texas State Marshal. <laughs> <laughs> I demand you deputize me. Honorary or not, this badge is 100% legal. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got my shotgun in my rental car. I have an unregistered
1: weapon on my. I've got a leg iron on my left ankle. I've I'm already called my go. posse. And it's Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones from The Fugitive. Yes. They're coming via horseback. It'll take them several days to get here, though. <laughs> Where is the Continental Congress? We gonna have a hard time crossing the mighty Mississippi.
0: I tell you what. <laughs> Uh, so,
2: okay.
0: ran into some cattle rustlers on the way. Had to handle them. Oh, we st- we stayed at Old Senator Beauregard's ranch on the way there, and I'll tell you what we had to stay in yesterday to help put up a fence. But that's what you get for hospitality.
1: So, so, so they the toast- got attacked by the Apache on the way here. <laughs>
2: the uh the tulsa gushers dna doesn't match any of the four semen samples that they recovered so now we
1: went we we graduated from what the fuck to what the fuck this is here's an interesting
3: thing isn't it really is this a thing of society like when i was a teenager i was very like sexually like i don't want to have sex with somebody who just had sex with another person Sure. It make me feel super uncomfortable because there's someone else's load in there. Sure. So you were just uh, 100% virgin fucking.
1: That's it. That's what we're getting like, here. Like, like who's no, I the, think like, he means that night. Like <laughs> I'm that, kidding. But like, thanks, jackass.
3: Like, what teenager is gonna be like? I want to be the fourth.
1: Like, I, I mean, uh, I will say this. I think if you're like a horned up drunk teenager, you might not care that much.
2: Yeah. It's also like because like,
1: assume that they're all under the influence of something. So minus gross. the guy that's actually like a 35 year old serial killer.
2: Okay, so they, the Munch has taken the time when they're running down Senator Beauregard. Munch has taken the time to make this like extreme visual aid with giant print because it's old <laughs> of of the of her we're, phone records. Of the yeah, phone we're, records. we're
1: borderlining on Claire Danes out of fucking Homeland here.
2: <laughs> so yeah. Jenna, at after the club, oh, I'm sorry, not Jenna, Vienna, Vienna after the club called. Oh, this is just like the... These three guys, like, over and over and over again. Andrew, Davis, and Seth. And then it's Andrew called Davis, and Davis called Seth. And Seth called Andrew, and they all called Vienna. And it was like this big thing. So they they start to uh, round up these three guys, Andrew, Davis, and Seth. And oh my fucking God. So they pick up Andrew, and he's playing tennis.
3: And he misses on the on the swing and loses Not his even mind. And Not even goes, close. Not even close. The word of advice... Keep your eye on the ball.
2: And then they arrest him. Um, and then they pick up Davis, and Davis is in, like, this smoking den, like, s- like, like swirling he, a brandy. He's, he's
3: with the rest of the skulls. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay.
2: Then, up. okay. This is an, an a separate episode of SVU. They pick up... How do they pick
1: up Seth? Okay. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> how... What the f- what the fuck is ha- like? They, so they got. Oh my god! Him. So fuck, they they kick. They literally they like fucking kicking the door, and this dude is about to be the middle in the middle of a fucking three way. Or he but just not ended it. Or he just ended it. But they there was like way too much clothing for him to have just ended it. So I assume he was just talking them into it. <laughs> That's fair. Do you I know who he my was, father is? Yeah, don't I think you? he was lobbying hard. I think he was trying to make it happen, and it wasn't going well. And then Staber comes in and drags him out by his hair.
3: I like that there's a wayfish blonde and a busty brunette, too.
1: Sure. Oh, yeah. was yeah. are having a threesome. Like, why not? I, I I think they they had like pre-negotiated the threesome, but they were all a little hesitant except for him. So he was like, why don't we, like, I don't know. Like, let's let's drink some or like like, let's smoke some weed to mellow out a little bit. And then we'll uh, and then we'll do this. And it was just like when it was about to happen and Stambler just like fucks it all up.
2: So so Trevor Langham, a.k.a. The Hair, uh, comes in. Whose hair,
1: not as good this season. Not great.
2: No, uh, he he comes in and says that there's that they're, they're gonna let Seth go because there's a letter from a, his congressman because he's about to start like a clerking internship. And Cabot just gets this smug smirk on her face and she's like, where you live in Virginia? Uh, all right, have fun. And then everyone is like, Cabot, you didn't, yeah why, try to, what, why what the why? hell's wrong with you yeah and so it turns out that in virginia you all you need is an arrest to compel a dna sample not a conviction and so munch is like so you want to violate his constitutional rights she's like i absolutely do yes, yes.
3: and she's like it sucks and it should be overturned but for now hopefully <laughs> let's hope it's
1: not overturned before we get our shit and fucking and she's like it's literally not going to be overturned in the next two days and Craig is like I gotta make a phone call real quick.
2: Yeah, so they ask Kragen if there's any felonies that are about to be committed in Virginia, and he's like, I'll drum something up. It's like, oh, it looks like he had some drugs on him tomorrow night. Uh... (laughs) And so so we cut to him getting like in prison already in Virginia and Munch and Finn walking in and say and he's like oh you motherfuckers you railroad you railroaded me and he and he goes yeah well there was a bank robbery and someone was murdered by a tall white dude and this is the plot of my cousin Vinny this is racial <laughs> profiling how do you how do you it like sucks, it white, doesn't you cracker it? yeah said.
3: Um, here's the funny thing is that this is an interesting prophecy in this whole process because this is essentially four Brock Turners. yeah, three Brock turners. Brock Turners, three Brock turners, three Brock turners, three and, Brock a- turners and and
1: a uh, and a primal fear. Yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> You know, if we named our episodes not after the actual title of the SVU episode, that's the episode title. three, right, three right. Brock
4: Turners, Turners. And- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? a woo a hand clapper, a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. And, a, and, a, and a, primal, a primal fear. And a primal
1: fucking fear. So now but like, that... this is also mortifying, where it's like, they literally the, the prosecution and the cops conspire to just violate the shit out of this yep. kid's oh, rights.
3: Finally, we see how cops actually work.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Right. But, the, it's,
3: but it's not, not for
2: rich people. It's like it's like for for the people that don't for have the justice. money to fight. It. Justice.
0: Justice. So. We caught you shooting a bank robber. <laughs> now we've got your DNA on fire.
2: <laughs> the look on his face is horrifying
1: swear to me uh T- two clowns <laughs> full confession Pardon me knew that <laughs> M-
2: me- meanwhile uh during the episode uh jeff wouldn't stop his walk-in impression
3: i mean i was more doing
2: a uh chip <laughs> the, chi- the chip shrek
3: a a walk-in by proxy
2: impression um so now they all fold Right, so so Seth dimes on Davis, and Davis dimes on Andrew, and then uh, the, Davis says the sex was consensual, which is clearly not true because she was fifteen and super wasted. Um, and then finally, Davis says that there was this fourth guy
1: named Max.
0: Bum bum bum. <laughs>
1: And his father But invented, it's not even a bum 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 because there's just four like, different yeah. DNA samples. We know yeah. there's four doers. He's a cool guy, filthy rich. And then his they do his father Romy, invented post-it
3: notes. The Romy, Romy and Michelle reference.
2: Yeah. It's nice Or toaster
1: strudel or something. Yeah. They fucking, And it's like, yeah, I heard a story that his dad is like running the CIA, he's a company man, or something like that. Yeah, and he's, he's like, guy, I don't yeah. know what the
2: fuck's true.
3: That's it's funny because as soon as you as they said super glue yeah. or post-its, like, and then the next one said CIA, and it was like, oh it's one of the valet guys. It's lives, one of the yeah. valet
2: guys. Yeah. I immediately got that too. See,
1: I didn't I didn't get to the valet yet, but I was like, someone is clearly a fraudster.
2: Yeah, and so they they uh, finally this Andrew kid tells them where Max lives. And uh, and so they stake out his house and they have like a the briefest of all nature versus
1: nurture
3: have, I was a big nature versus nurture debate on a stakeout while they're waiting for Mr. Brownstone to show up. <laughs>
1: So. yeah this was great where it's like i guarantee like in the writer's room they were sitting there writing it and like okay good good keep writing wait shit didn't we not have a conversation like this earlier in the season just have the guy show up now <laughs>
2: yeah oh just, we got just there. abandon it it's Abandon fine. It. um and so M- M- max they they get they get to max and uh and they they turn they turn him around and it is the valet guy whose name is also mitch and uh and Jeff, and also something else, and yeah, so, something else. Um, and so th- then they bring him in, and he's like, "Oh, they all manipulated me because I'm poor, and I was trying to be cool, and they called me a wuss, and they said if I was a real man, I would rape this girl."
1: And I'm like, "What the f- hot? What the fuck is happening?" Okay, so here's here's the thing I have about this scene where it's like they're they're making him sympathetic. And for like a split fucking second you're like, "Oh yeah, because I am already hostile. I'm Not already me. hostile toward these fucking rich pricks and I don't and he seems to be the the guy that is punching above his weight class." And I was like, "Oh wait, but he's also an abhorrent criminal who raped a 15-year-old girl." So any sympathy I have for him for the impending class war that is about to happen apparently in this <laughs> episode, I'm like, "Yeah, no fuck the lot of you. Yeah. Fuck the lot of you."
3: There's also the part where he's like, "Does she look 15?" and then he goes would have gang raped her in the bathroom. And it's like, uh, what? Chris Maloney? I mean, you going off script right now, or
1: they want to make him sympathetic? But and again, it almost well, want to, fucking they, works.
2: They want to, tr- they want to trick us into making us feel sympathy for him to show how right. much of a
1: sociopath he is, right? No, um, correct, and that's and it's and it's effective. So and then you Max, stop and think about it for ten seconds, and then it doesn't. Yeah, Max, but yeah, the nature versus nurture debate is great. Yeah, that doesn't happen.
2: Max slash Mitch is played by Logan Marshall Green, who is famous for looking exactly like Tom Hardy.
1: I was going to say, that guy should be checking the paper every day for the obits to see when Tom Hardy dies, because he's like, cha-ching, career, yeah. through the stratosphere. And, yes, and that's right,
0: it's me, I'm here. <laughs> oh, I did not commit this crime, and if I did, what, the who matters?
1: I don't know, that's all I got. uh. uh <laughs> our perhaps she's wondering why you would rape a girl and leave her in a bathroom stall
2: um one of uh one
1: that was of, not good that didn't land at all one of our running gags
2: is that I have mild face blindness and so our fans have sent <laughs> us pictures of Tom Hardy and Logan Marshall Green next to each other to see if I
1: could tell them apart
2: and I can't that much huh yeah
1: <clears throat> also we get the uh Jessica Chastain Isla Bryce, Fisher, Dallas, Howard. Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard thing we, going too we get
2: that in our inbox quite quite often uh so uh he's he's playing the the real poor sympathy kid card and they want to check his alibi he has an alibi that he wasn't that he did participate in the fucking gang rape at which everyone is playing off as like yeah well i didn't kill her i did gang rape her i think they don't
3: realize that it's a big deal yeah right you know they're they're, they have affluenza you know yeah
1: i mean i'm gonna gonna say this like if if i fucking i know i know if I'm being accused of gang raping someone and murdering someone, and I know that I did the gang rape, I'm clinging on to that. But I didn't kill her for dear life. I'm That's, like, that, that but that wait, wait, your... wait a second. I did the gang rape, but
2: so so they check with his mom because his alibi is that he went home to New Jersey
1: uh, to hang with his mom, and his mom's played by Emmy winner and Dowd. Who's fucking fantastic, as she always did. And I she's saw her and I was like, and Dowd, she's famous. That means she committed the gang rape. Yeah, right.
3: Well what's funny is her accent was so off. I'm like, she's this is not a New Jersey accent. No. It threw me off. And then we find out later.
2: Yeah, she's not from
3: New Jersey, is she? She's from New Hampshire. New and I'm Hampshire. Like, and as soon as she said that, I was like, that explains the
2: accent. Um and, and so so they ask her, Did you did your son tell you that he was involved in a rape? And her reaction is, "He tries so hard to oppress people." I mean, you know, yeah,
1: the fact that she's not more mortified—that's
2: <laughs> a huge red flag. Probably um, should have been a huge red flag.
1: Yeah, and so,
2: the, so they both finger uh, <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, and his mom and dad both finger um, this dude Seth, the the
1: Congress kid, for uh, for the actual murder. And By the way, they make a big deal about the fact that Seth is going to go intern on the Hill. I've interned on the Hill before. Trust me, it ain't glorious. It's like, oh, this is a big deal. It's like, it's fucking free labor. I'm, I'm like, it doesn't take a lot to get. I'm there.
2: wondering if Seth's internship is going to be slightly different than yours was, considering he like the congressman's like a, a squash buddy of his
1: dad's or something. I no, that I I will I I will categorically tell you uh, yeah. that is not the fucking case. Good. Well fuck them. If then. that's the case, um, you will just be hired and not do anything, not intern somewhere. Sure. That's all. Uh you're going to so, be you're going to be fucking fucking licking envelopes and making copies like everyone else.
2: So they uh they're trying to pull his deal. They're trying to pull his immunity that he got offered for diming on everybody else when Edgar's wife from the from Men in Black walks into the room. Okay.
3: And and basically drops the bomb.
2: Yeah, so wait, this kid. So, so her name is Wait, I think we're jumping ahead a little bit. No, we're not, though. Now this is like a real light yeah, speed. It, it dude, it hits ludicrous speed <laughs> at this point in time. All right. Aviva in the future, drop in the ludicrous speed. Wait, uh, no, 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 no. We
1: we skipped a whole portion. How do we skip a portion? We skipped a portion where they toss Seth's house and they find the blood in his apartment, which is why they oh, that's right, why they right, want right, to pull right. the deal, because they're yes. like, Oh, we offered him immunity, but now there's blood in the apartment, so we oh, think we he actually the, committed the murder. We skip
2: the, we
3: skip the it'll save my maid a lot of work. Yeah, huh? right. Which I Oh do my have god, in that in fucking
2: line. Yeah, so that so they toss Seth's house and uh and he's like He's so he's a smug piece of shit and says, yeah, uh, let me know what you're going to go through. It'll save my mate a lot of work later. And then they find the jacket and the sunglasses that are in the the picture from the hospital. And he's like, you yes, planted those which there. Mitch
1: identified as Seska's like, oh, Mitch, this is you. And he's like, no, that's Seth. I would recognize that the hat and coat anywhere. And that's why they go and- to his house.
2: And so Seth accuses so, him yeah, of So plan- Yeah, fuck of- you we
1: did skip something, man. You're right, you. You. you're right, you're right. Seth accuses and them of And Finn almost uh- fucking beats the guy with what looks like a like a like a glass version of like the, the, the knife dildo from Seven.
3: Yeah, no, he def- it's definitely like he's gonna beat him to death with his country music
1: award, yeah, like an Independent Spirit <laughs> Award. Yeah. Um,
2: so then they also find like blood splatter on the toilet and like the tidy bowl in the toilet water. And yes, yeah, so they're gonna pull his thing, and they're they're all ready to just send him up the river when Edgar's wife comes in, and that's when we hit ludicrous speed because Shaban Siobhan Fallon Hogan is in this movie. Uh, her wearing
1: Edgar, wearing an her Edgar big,
2: suit. Eger, Eger suit. Her biggest movie is that. She's the school bus know? driver in Forrest Gump. She's in the American version of Funny Games, which is amazing. She's she's amazing.
3: She's a great actress. And yeah, I mean her her Men in Black role. Classic. She was
2: great in there, and that movie was so huge. Uh, yeah. So she's like, oh, you got the wrong guy. The guy that killed my husband, Edgar. Was Vincent D'Onofrio from the other show? Um, <laughs> no, she she has this. Uh, she says that her kid, her three year old kid, was led to the forest, raped and or molested and set on fire by a ten year old, like twelve years ago. And that ten year old's name was Eric something something three three names because he's a serial killer. Um, Eric Wayne Proctor. Eric Wayne Proctor and. Eric Wayne Proctor grew up to be uh, this kid, Max slash Mitch, Um, and she just knows because she's never going to forget the face of the the boy who killed her kid. Which that might
1: be nice, but when you're 10 years old and then you grow up to be 22, you don't necessarily look exactly the same.
2: Yeah.
3: Which also, get over it, lady.
1: (laughs) It's been
2: 12 years. He was only three.
1: So uh, my hackles are also completely up right now because again they got the they got the blood in the Seth's guys I house agree. and all the other shit. So I was like wh- I I, and I know there's enough time left that something weird is going to happen. So I was like I kind of feel like this might be a job where like this person is being because it's established that he's on trial for murder at this point yeah. I don't know but I think he uh, cop to the rape but not the murder and I'm like I kind of feel like this might be a thing where it's like oh now we're gonna make a commentary about how the rich people can just like buy people to like create reasonable doubt about this yeah. fucking or, thing or
2: could just be like a crazy person who thinks that she sees the killer of her kid <laughs> yeah. but right all, because
1: I was like I, I didn't go with the like sociopath serial killer because like there's 10 minutes left why would you yeah. introduce this now well, like, does guess, it doesn't make any sense what, honey
3: Get, yeah, yeah, it's like there's no way they would do this. It doesn't make sense. And it, then they like, do. Stick, it's stick an to odd... the
1: story. Stick to the story that you're that you're stick to the episode that you're making, guys. But it's like, it's
3: such an insane twist to add. It's like it's like you're getting it's like you're getting a Sunday and like you're about to eat it, and they're like, and here's your sardine, and you're like, that's
2: not. I was doing great until you pushed the last thing on it. <laughs> and so they, they, they don't even... You already had
1: me at Sunday.
2: <laughs> they they don't even take time to break him. The very next scene, they just walk in and they're like, uh, how are you, Mitch or Max, or should I say Eric? And he's like, I liked being Max the best. And he just like is a complete sociopath.
3: Yeah, he tries to play Hannibal Lecter, but spoiler alert, he's a child and he's not that good. So he's he not Anthony
2: Hopkins. Young Hannibal.
1: Well, because they also, because Benson and Stabler bring this all to Cabot, and Cabot's like, well, none of that shit's going to make it into court, so if you don't, you basically need a confession or, like, hard evidence, otherwise this isn't going to work. So their tactic is like, okay, we have been conned by this guy for weeks at this point, yeah. and he has basically engineered a bunch of people to go to jail and potentially commit murder, because they don't know at this point. But it's like, did you really honestly think that you're going to get anything out of this kid by going to talk to him?
2: Yeah, I don't know, but, but Stabler gets what, in his What is
1: the the sheer pointlessness of this task, well, other we, than for, you know, screenwriting purposes?
3: We forgot about the big
1: twist. The bracelet. Oh, we haven't gotten to the
2: bracelet We haven't yet. gotten there yet. But Stabler gets oh. in his face and is going to scream at him, and it looks like they're going to kiss. That's the only note I have about this scene.
1: I think it's a Liv, it's not Stabler. No,
2: no, Stabler does it, because I'm like, they're going to kiss. Well, but Liv then, does it, too, because he kind of, like, they, he, makes a move. Right. Oh, no, he, he calls her a bitch. He calls her a bitch. Drink. And uh, and yeah, there's this whole there's this whole fucking thing. So then they try to go break and Dowd, and she's never going to be broken because he's manipulated her so fucking much. Um, and they're, okay, they're so they're,
4: I I
1: have to comment here, though, please do. So this is again, a po- whole podcast about it. Oh, thank you. Uh, fucking OK. Now, I know the show that we're reviewing and I know the episode that we're making. So, of course, he did it and of course and out is covering for him cuz again that's, yeah, that's that's the show is making a celebrity. yeah but the the police are arriving at this conclusion that he did it based on the fact that they have literally no evidence
2: yeah yeah and and, and every the, the, every and reasonable
1: yours... explanation for all of this is like well that can't possibly be true because we are working backwards in terms of we know who we want to convict and that doesn't fit the evidence that is in front of us.
2: Right. They take they take Edgar's Edgar's wife's uh statement as gospel that she just knows, which is like not real evidence.
1: Right, cuz like and doubt is like, well, okay, they put him away. He was a 10-year-old child. He doesn't doesn't know what was going on. We've talked him. many we have talked many times on this podcast about like Kids committing crimes and whether what the standard should be for them in terms of rehabilitation. Yeah. Do they know what they're doing? Can they grasp? It, no consequences. Like that? <laughs> boys None. will be boys. Boys
3: will be boys. No consequences. Like,
1: so that is the one thing. And then and Dale brings up the fact that it's like he served nine years in ju. And she was like served nine years in jail and lives like yeah, but it was juvie. It's like fuck you. It's still it's still jail. It's it's jail for small people. It's, but fine. It's, it's Top Chef Junior. Right, and she's like she, he went to like the nine years of therapy, did all this shit, and they fucking let him out because they thought he was doing well and was rehabilitated. They're like because he manipulated them. It's like at no point in time is anyone possibly considering the fact that maybe they're wrong.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they aren't, which is like the confirmation bias that we see. Right, in a lot but it's of just these.
1: like, come on, guys. Um, you throw and, this curveball in the last 10 minutes, and then you don't even do... I mean, I guess you don't have enough runway to do yeah, any work. They, we're landing this maybe, bird.
3: Maybe if they didn't throw three of the side plots and red herrings in there. Right. Don't
2: Don't you speak ill of Mr. and Mrs. Stark. Maybe if they didn't interview BT. Oh, BT. Um, so, th- then they look... Olivia, like, gets... So, this is some of the best acting all season. They saved it for, like, the last five minutes. Um, which is Olivia takes another look at the the p- picture from the hospital um, of whoever it may be dragging Chloe away, and she well, she's notices, not even looking
1: at it. She's trying to break Anne down by like shoving it in her fucking face,
2: right? And 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 she notices that Chloe has a bracelet on, and she gets this kind of like laugh. She gets like a laugh cry, where she gets like overwhelmed, and she's like, uh, "Elliot, look at the bracelet." and then Mrs. whatever your fucking name is, where'd you get that fucking bracelet?
3: Like, what kind of a... This kid that plays himself asses out as a crime genius is gonna give <laughs> evidence from something that was... On, he knows about video
2: cameras. <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah, it's just like trophy or whatever. It's, it's supposed to be a, a hubris moment, maybe? Potentially, yeah. And so the, then we cut to to the trial, and Ann Dowd is just... I, I love her. He roasts this kid. <laughs> What? She, she yeah, roasts she them. destroys him. And so she says... Oh, Ann
1: Dowd basically guarantees that there's going to be a mistrial. Yeah, so she says that... that like, instantaneously. It's like, well, uh, we're done here, guys. Get get another 12 people in, because this uh, can't be allowed in a court of
2: law. <laughs> so and Dowd basically says that he asked her to lie, that she knows he committed the murder, and, uh, and... That he she sorry that he said that he didn't do it that the friends were trying to like uh, frame him frame him and they oh. they ask if you they asked her if she believes she believed him and she says no because a mother always knows her son which is like that's, that's the big reveal that's the big reveal and I think
1: that that's gonna be the Dick Wolf of the season <laughs> but nope. Nope. guess what then we get then we get like five minutes of pure unadulterated mistrial. <laughs> So
2: there's like standing up the, the his lawyer stands up and is like, Your Honor, objection.
0: Uh, what's what?
1: I don't know. Well, she, start, she starts going in being like, My son's fucked up, he kills a bunch of people, he'll never be able to be stopped. You need to someone needs to stop him. They tried to do it before. My god, why won't anyone do anything? The, the it's the defense like Michael attorney's Myers just like,
2: it's like someone testifying about Michael Myers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's I literally knew it's what he was. Yeah, I it's fucking Loomis why. on the stand, and, yeah, the, and it's, the defense attorney's like, someone needs to stop this. This is prejudicial to the jury. And the judge is like, uh, I'll allow it." I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I'll Have fun it. on appeal. You'll definitely win the appeal. That's fine. You're but I don't want to deal ice. with this anymore. Maybe that's why they get him. try
2: to get him to, to cop to another murder, because they're like, hey, uh, do you know about appeals?
1: If None of this is this, allowed in a court proceeding. Are you this, kidding me?
3: Okay, but this bonus murder yeah, that they throw out is, that? That's true. is That's so true. fucking insane. Yeah. Because you already did the insane primal fear twist. And then you're <laughs> going to add, out of nowhere, you also murdered an old lady.
2: Yeah, oh, the brownstone that you were living in was owned by someone. No one's seen her in months. Where is she? And he's like, I don't know. Bye, Dick Wolf yeah they don't
3: need there's no release
1: there's no release whatsoever well here's the here's the thing here's what i i'm I'm guessing is gonna happen they in like (laughs) two seasons are gonna tie to tie it back in and they gotta go in question i think that's what they were maybe thinking they want to do hannibal (laughs) yeah yeah they're trying to set up a hannibal
2: he's the 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 woman he killed his mason verger Because otherwise, another Gary Oldman. We have the Gary Oldman trifecta. My question
1: is, but if if not that, why
2: in the fuck would you do that? I don't know. Why do you end a season like that? That doesn't make any sense. Not
0: everything ends well, Senator. You know who it did end well for? Beauregard. Beauregard stock. I'm going back to Tulsa to roll in my billions. (laughs) To, To gush some more. You think think
1: that dude stayed married?
2: Oh, I I think so. He's super homie. You go to
3: hell if you're married, if you're divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
2: You go to hell if you're married or divorced, both. So, that is our episode, and that is our our season, uh, Law & Order, SVU, season four, episode 25, Soulless.
3: Three Brock Turners.
2: Three Brock Turners and a a a primal primal fear. fear um so if you agree or disagree with us please let us know we have a twitter it's at svu podcast we got a facebook we got a gmail it's special unit at gmail.com yeah and uh
1: jeff i imagine you probably have uh some stuff that you know you'd I, love to plug yeah <laughs> no no i don't yeah,
3: do, do. I, don't do. No, I don't do you don't
1: You want to plug the podcast or I, twitter I, um, or anything
3: you, you, you can find me at the on the socials at uh, at Hey there, Jeffro. H e y t h e r e J e f f r o. I have uh, two podcasts you could listen to: Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network, as well as Sympathetic Monsters uh, on the uh, on That's Good Pod. Uh, and you can find those uh, and you know support live comedy. Yeah, please. Yeah. I run a I run a show in a toy store. I run a show in a comic book and toy store once a month, and it's awesome. So come to that.
1: Meltdown, not is gonna, it no,
3: no that's closed. closed uh yeah oh, no we're, shit. We're, the lo- we're the longest running one now uh <laughs> no it's it's uh the show's called mint on card it's in uh blast from the past in burbank it's it's an awesome show uh, we're on our third anniversary is in january so
2: we're oh, nice for it. well i will be nice. there with with bells on with bells are on
3: oh going uh, to be
2: there yeah um and tune in yeah once yeah right uh, and so tune in in 2 weeks when we begin season 5 oh our big announcement okay so i know that jeff was a was a was a great guest thank you very much for coming sir. you're welcome uh, come back anytime
3: i will come back next week
2: okay great we oh, won't yes, be okay. recording but uh, <laughs> you can just house it
3: i'm going to rob you
2: <laughs> great um,
3: i'll make a key co- about it it's great i'll copy the key like i did with the jaguar <laughs>
2: So, uh, it turns out, uh, attention to detail hawks that we are, detail hawks that we are, uh, I have been using the wrong music for our theme for four seasons. Oh, you did tell me about this. I, okay. Multiple times.
3: You were supposed to do Ballroom Blitz.
2: Yeah. So, t- so tune in <laughs> when next week our uh, theme music two will weeks, be the... Two weeks. Two weeks. Sorry, two weeks. Two, well, see? See what well, I mean? Attention to detail. Tune in in two weeks when we will have the correct law and order svu theme song music also ballroom blitz
0: oh yeah
2: so until next time for law and order special viewing unit i'm aviv rubenstein i'm matt reuter
0: and i'm jeff may go fuck yourself
1: i will gun, gun. Gun, gun.